When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, let's hang out with Lori and Julia and see what road they're going to take us down. Maybe it's 494, maybe it's I-94, probably not. More like pop culture 94. We're going down a road with uh, curves and no brakes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> curves and no brakes. You with the curves and me, me with, with no, no brakes. brakes. So. <laughs> there we go. Oh, it's been a busy tennis day. People are... Um, yes. The euphoric sport of tennis is taking a hit today at Wimbledon. And, and that was a study that you sh- said yesterday that tennis is one of the most euphoric... The most. Which is, just... For watching as a spectator and mm-hmm. then gymnastics is second. For euphoria, just making you feel so happy. I love that. I know. My brother watches endless amounts, and he's so happy it's, watching tennis. It's good, but today... I was happy to find that study I out. love that. Today, though, and I... People will already know it's in the news, so I, if it's I'm spoiling spoiler, it... Do, it, do your spoiler, spoiler alert for Wimbledon. Okay? And then turn us back in and... and 10 seconds. So we've had two walkovers. So I What is a walkover? I know, right? Here we go. So, so we've had not one but two today. A walkover occurs in tennis in a tournament when you win without finishing the competition. So for example, Roger Federer had a walkover and won his match today because the gentleman he was playing with on Wimbledon, which is on grass, slipped and hurt his knee so bad he could not finish the match. Got it. And Roger Federer was very pleased that luck went his way. He's not glad that this other player was injured, but he was not playing well today. Because and it of was the scary. Grass? No, he's pretty good on this um, service. The grass is super slippery, so everyone's been sliding. Is it raining? Um, no, what's happened is they didn't have major tournaments there like Wimbledon last year. So no one has played there for two years. Ah, in the month of May, grass. it rained so much in England. That the in the grass is so dense, they haven't been allowing a lot of play on the big courts. People are falling. So Roger said at the end of it um, that the gentleman he was playing, the Frenchman, could have won it because the way it was going when he slipped and fell, it it was going the other guy's way. Whoa. So Roger luckily got out of it with a win. And the gentleman he was playing, the guys, it was his thirty third birthday. He was up. I mean, he was really competing well with Roger Federer, and then slips. And is had out. a walkover. Had a walkover. So Roger had a walkover. The second walkover occurred. I made Grant load up ESPN here at, yeah. at our stations yeah. and log us on and get us all ready to go. And we're watching Serena play. And Serena had the Flojo um, one arm, long sleeve, off the shoulder Nike whites on with Lori thinks her tutu was too tutu y. 
Um, <laughs> but it was in her way. It really wasn't. But she slipped and fell. And then she, she couldn't. She had a walkover. The other woman won with a walkover who she was playing against. Because Serena couldn't get back up. She couldn't. She tried. She took an injury timeout. She tried. Mm-mm. And it was in the first set. It was three to three. And um, she couldn't play anymore. Tears. Tears. Oh. Tears. So Serena's out. Oh, and it's very, very word. slippery, and the players are worried. And Chrissy Everett, who does color commentary for the for the tennis tournament, it was just said, "I don't know. They need dryers out there or something because people are slipping." And Roger Federer said, "At Wimbledon, because it's on grass, you usually don't really feel comfortable about your foot movement until you make it past the second round." When things start to get worn out, so there's your little inside plus, scoop. Plus, uh, no, they, none of these people played Wimbledon last year, right? And they haven't played grass for a while, like along. So that's why we saw the grass tournament. Well, so anyway, it was a, just a hullabaloo. I'm sad for Serena. I, I am too. She's a seven time champion. Right? She's probably hoping to win it all again mm-hmm. this year. Here's the deal, you guys. When you watch her fall, you can't help but think that that tutu apron thing that she was wearing in the front and the back of her dress didn't hinder her okay you can't have that much why is she wearing a poofy poofy, she's serena she's worn many of these i don't know i feel like tennis we want more sleek movements this is a warning to anybody else first of all she's gonna put this thing in the hibachi she'll never wear this again it's bad luck there's too much material on the front julia you know it every time i see you in a tennis outfit you're sleek well, that's because I don't have designers behind me. But you're to... wearing a sleek. You're wearing a smooth skirt, a tight-fitting top. Athletic fit. A fitted, a fitted thing. This this outfit. Who they did? They did Serena dirty with this outfit, and she got off balance because <laughs> she saw this cotton cloud around Nothing her waist. Nothing to do with that's that. The you're, scoop, Lori. You're that's so, the that's scoop. Lori's sports story. I'm <laughs> yeah, gonna say it. I'm it's sick of doing it. There's it's the dress. There's that's one it. more. There was one other good thing that um, happened today. I is, want my girl Coco to be doing good. She did do well today. Okay, um, but she almost fell too. So, um, but so there everybody's was, falling. It's so slippery. And that, to me, as an athlete, no, but I've played on clay. But to me, as an athlete or someone who wants to not get hurt Mm -hmm. and you take you're really worried about slipping on things, that would be my worst nightmare. I mean, that's the worst. You can't control it. Is there a tennis tournament that's on like a concrete, like a U.S. Open? Is that or is that? That's our hard services, Australian and U.S. But I want to say something. We had an American, Sebastian Corda. Lori, I want you to look him up. Okay. He's a hottie. All right. He's 20 years old. Ooh. He um yeah, we'll get some new people that He won he won today. Okay. But what's exciting about him, he's from this major Corda family and his sisters are leading four Olympians to South Korea. Um she's going to the Olympics because they Cordova or? the Corda. K O R D A. His sisters are both, um, what is it, LPG? What's the women's golf grant? LPGA. Yeah, LPGA. The Corda sisters. Oh, I've seen this Corda kid before. Yes, and the sisters, both of his sisters are major golfers. He looks like uh, an actor. Yeah, I can't think of who, though, Laurie. Yeah, Isn't he darling? 
Yeah. He's he darling. Is. And he wears yeah. a little, uh, like a girl's headband. That yeah. He looks really cute Which to is, hold his bangs out of his face. Right. Isn't that? That is just like, and women his, love that. His sisters are adorable as well. Yeah. yeah. and But wow. they're major golfers. Yeah, they are. They're mm-hmm. big time. They're big time players. What an athletic family. I know. And his, <laughs> I, his dad and mom were both tennis players. Really? In, from, um, He's so lanky looking. Yeah. But they grew up in Bradenton, Florida at the tennis places yeah. and the golf places. I, I saw a photo of, uh, speaking, you know, the headbands and it's just, I saw a photo of Keanu Reeves leaving a trailer with two butterfly clips in his hair. I just about lost my mind. It was, it gave me this, this squeeze like I was seeing a puppy or a baby. I was just like, oh my God, look at him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about a man in a beret or a headband, but I'm a fan. Hey, whatever. I kind of am too, Lori. It's kind of cute, even though, you know, I am... With a man who will never be seen in a headband or 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 a, no, you're or a right beret or whatever, but I do really like it. I I think, and this court is cute. Yes, mm-hmm. and and his sister Nellie Corda just won, took first place at the last tournament this last weekend, the I, Highlands Course tournament. Yeah, that's no, huge. They're She's serious. Nineteen under she had for her round final round score. Nineteen under. If that's, you guys know golf, that's amazing. That's amazing. Good for her. Good for this family. Yeah. I know. The family of jocks. All right, that's your sports update. All right, well, there you go. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, I mean, the one thing that has been, uh, two things that have been consistent in the morning news pro- program and some of the evening, basically the evening news program since last middle of last week was Thursday with the Miami condo collapse and Britney Spears speaking out in court. Right. And yesterday, her little sister uh, got on Instagram, and all the morning shows covered this uh, story. And we've just got a little bit of what Jamie Lynn had to say about her sister. Jamie Lynn is taking to social media to respond to critics who say she should have done more. And to make it clear, she supports her sister no matter what. I'm not my family. I'm my own person. I'm speaking for myself. Jamie Lynn Spears, once always by her superstar sister's side, now reemerging in her defense in an emotional Instagram video. If ending the conservatorship, if flying to Mars or whatever the hell else she wants to do to be happy, I support that 100%. Jamie Lynn addressing her sister's conservatorship head on, saying she's completely behind what Brittany wants. I don't care if she wants to run away to rainforest and have a zillion babies in the middle of nowhere. I am only her sister who is only concerned about her happiness. In a dramatic hearing last week, Brittany begged a judge to end the court-ordered conservatorship, an arrangement that's given her father, Jamie Spears, and other conservators control of her affairs since 2008, following two involuntary psychiatric holds and a very public breakdown. Brittany calling the conservatorship abusive, alleging she was forced to perform, take medication, and attend therapy against her will, saying conservators won't let her get married or have more children, even preventing her from removing an IUD. Her father's attorney telling the court, Mr. Spears is sorry to see his daughter suffering and in so much pain. I am very sorry that Jamie Lynn Spears spoke out. Sounded so... Angry, Angry. shady, and ungrateful? Could we go with, like, when she says, I don't care if my sister wants to run off to the rainforest and have a bunch of babies. (laughs) Shady! Very shady thing to say about your sister who has, is in this conservatorship. Like, she's, oh... 
I had, I hadn't heard the audio before oh. we just played that. Have you? Yeah, I watched it on oh. all the morning shows. Covered it because all of them kind of showed uh, covered different pe- took different pieces like. GMA slanted the story more positively. Okay. They didn't have the Today Show gave us the shade, the ungrateful, and the ain't. She sounds so angry, right? She sounds angry. Uh, let's play the second half of the audio story. Britney's account prompting an explosion of support for Spears and criticism of her family, including an online petition asking Netflix to remove Jamie Lynn from an upcoming project That's what she's for her saying. alleged role in the dehumanizing conservatorship of her sister, Britney Spears. Jamie Lynn, who starred in the teen sitcom Zoe 101, firing back. But I can assure you that I've supported my sister long before there was a hashtag and I'll support her long after. Fellow pop star Christina mm-hmm. Aguilera also offering support to Britney, posting a photo of the pair's children. Aguilera writing, It is unacceptable that any woman or human wanting to be control of their own destiny might not be allowed to live life as they wish. My heart goes out to Britney. She deserves all the true love and support in the world. Brittany and her boyfriend spotted on vacation in Hawaii after the hearing. The singer using her own Instagram to apologize to fans for holding back in the past. Writing, I apologize for pretending like I've been okay the past two years. I did it because of my pride and I was embarrassed to share what happened to me. So, Aaron, this court battle continues. So what happens next? Well, Hoda, as emotional as her testimony was, in order for Britney to end the conservatorship, she will need to file a motion in court. Her lawyer has yet to actually do that, and it's unclear why. The next court hearing is scheduled for mid-July. Okay, I will just say this about Jamie Lynn. Okay. Uh, her only emotions were anger sounds, and slightly horrible. suppressed anger. Yeah, she, she sounded, sounded horrible. She sounded like she was being defensive. Because right. people, she was reading the comments about her. Here's the, th- unless Brittany indicates otherwise, there's little that Jamie Lynn can say to convince Brittany's fans that she isn't complicit in the conservatorship right, right. because during her court appearance, let me quote Brittany. She said, honestly, I would like to sue my whole family. Family. And she made no exceptions. Yeah, I know. And Jamie Lynn is a trustee of the estate. Mm -hmm. So she does make money. Everyone's making money. That was going to be my question. On the conservatorship. And that is like something that, you know, maybe there's... But the fact that she sounds so shady, ungrateful, and so, so angry, I do not understand why, um, well, she just went ahead and did this, you know, uh, she couldn't. And she couldn't, but I mean, Brittany made no exception. She would like to sue, sue her, her whole family. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. for that. And uh, well, here was here was you know we were wondering yesterday or last week, you know, what is Kevin, Kevin Federline, the father of their children together, mm-hmm. Brittany's children, um, have to say, and he issued a statement through his lawyer. Well, the lawyer was on Entertainment Tonight. I oh. watched him oh, do give Lord. this interview. I can't, even, I can't even compete with you. You watch so much. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay, well, I tape entertainment tonight because, uh, damn, they got some good stuff. All right, well, you tell me that. I mean, basically, basically, he that Kevin would, he, he said he would like her to have more um, custody of the kids, but she can't have more than 20% because she's in a conservatorship. And right. that he has always been supportive. He didn't come right out and say that, hey, we had something to do with... Um, you know, raising the red flag on this right. about a year right. and a half ago when we were trying to get an audit of Jamie's finances. Right. So, you know, but he's basically that every... Also, uh, Jamie, her dad, Kevin, has a restraining order against Grandpa so that he cannot be around his grandson. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's say what the attorney said. The yeah. attorney said via his client, mm-hmm. Kevin, it doesn't matter how positive of an effect... A conservatorship has had, if it's having a, uh, read that word, something effect, and detrimental effect on her state of mind. Kevin feels that the best thing for his children is for their mother to be happy and healthy. And if she can do that without a conservatorship, that's what they want. Right. But yeah, right. Jamie Lynn cannot, uh, Jamie Spears, her dad, who has control of her state, is not allowed to see his grandsons because apparently he backhanded or pushed one of the kids and they hit their head or, you know, it was enough that, you know... Uh oh, jeez. Yeah. So, and then apparently, uh, the care manager, Brittany's care manager, this Jody Montgomery, who Brittany referenced and said, "Well, you know, she's even become very controlling." Yeah. She, uh, she uh, spoke out about it, and she's concentrated on giving Brittany the tools to get better, and nothing shady is going on, which makes me think completely everything is shady is going <laughs> right. on by the fact that she said nothing shady is right, going on. Right. Oh my word! Right, Brittany, get 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 a new attorney. Get rid of this guy who's been milking you for eight years and never telling you you could have gotten away from your conservatorship. Right. Hire somebody else. Um, ask your husband's lawyer for a recommendation. You know, ex-K-Fed. She could mm-hmm. ask this Mark v- Vincent Kaplan. Right. Who would you recommend? There you go. That would Mark. listen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's been a longtime attorney for Kevin Federline. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean... Yeah, I just think Jamie Jamie Lynn should have just shut up and not been so be- sensitive. I couldn't believe how angry she sounded. Yeah, that was the hardest I, part. I, and I'm Shady, shocked. if you want to run off to the jungle and have a bunch of kids, that's shady as hell. Well, that's when your sister is having the issues that she's yeah. having. It it makes you're basically you're saying to us, I don't know if she's stable or not. I mean, if she wants to do that, it doesn't sound supportive. Not very, no. It's like when somebody tells you, well, if you want to go and jump go off the bridge, it, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you don't mean Mm-mm. it at all. <laughs> it didn't sound sincere one bit. One bit. No. I know. I had to share that with you guys. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. All right. Listen, we come back. We are going to need to take some calls. The men are running the Bachelorette, and well, we're not happy about it. All right. We have had the fourth episode of Katie's uh, version of The Bachelorette. And for the second time this season, last night being the second and the week before being the first, the men in the Bachelorette house have decided that uh, the consensus who needs to be put out to pasture. And I 
would like Katie to make these decisions, and it bothered the hell out of me. <laughs> and we want to know what you're thinking about The Bachelorette. If you're watching, why, why not? Does it bug you? Like, Lori, this is really bugging you. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. I'll tell you why it's bothering me. The men are wielding just a little bit too much power for a show called The Bachelorette. That Thomas dude who was bullied out of the <laughs> yeah. house last night, there isn't a contestant who goes on The Bachelor or Bachelorette that doesn't think, well, if it doesn't work out in the love department, maybe I'll end up being the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. Yeah. I mean, he said that he, he, oh, I'm so bugged by it. This is not called the Bachelorette suitors. <laughs> These whiny guys last night, if she wants to keep Thomas and keep a bully in the house, I mean, she kept the guy who snitched on Thomas, oh, but I and I thought, you know, as a bachelor tactic, this the snitches. Uh, I mean, Katie got eliminated from Matt James by snitching yes, on that I one know girl. She did. And then she kept the snitch right. and let go of Thomas for the second week in a row, all out of honesty and respect. I'm like, this is your show, Katie. You mm. make the decisions, not the frat house dudes. Yes. And it doesn't seem like she really liked none of them. None I of mean, them. oh my God. There's one guy who's an instant meme with the eyeballs. Oh, yeah. At the rose ceremony. I got to look this up. Oh, yeah. Well, so and then good. the guy that came back. Oh, we do we'll have one caller, Julia. At least one person oh, is going to just... call and tell us. But I mean, I kind of felt bad for this Thomas dude, but more than anything, it, two weeks in a row, the guys in the house come together and say, we have to protect you from people who aren't here for the right reasons. Oh, my Lord. I know. All right. Who do we got, Grant? We got Patty on the line with us. All right, Patty. Is this show called The Bachelorette or The Bachelorette Suitors? (laughs) I love that name. (laughs) My feeling as when the show ended last night, I sat there for a minute like, okay, what just happened? It was two hours of listening to these guys complain about Thomas, and then Thomas defending himself. And all I could think of was, you know what? This was filmed during COVID. They're in the middle of the freaking desert. Right. The best they could come up with was eating Twinkies, for God's sake. Right. As a competition. Yeah. And I thought, there's just nothing for them to do. It's, it's kind of like, think back six months ago. Yeah. And weren't we all starting to get sick of looking at each other yeah. in our own homes? Right. Yeah. You know, so I was like, God, it's almost like, they don't literally have nothing to do. They have nothing to do. Maybe, maybe that's that. Maybe that's maybe that's it. Because there um, is nothing to do. There is nothing to do. Right? And the one guy said it's midnight, man. So I'm like, wow, they're filming this till like three in the morning. But there's right. nothing else going on. Right. And they can't leave, and they don't have social media, and blah blah blah. And here's the thing. You know, at first I thought Thomas. Like last week, I'm like, okay, well, you know, what a dink. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, last night going. Number one, you already said it. First of all, Lori, who the heck doesn't go on this yeah, show for right. social media? Come on. Come on. At this point? At this please. point, exactly. And Thomas and had so- confessed that, at you know, because Katie, yes. I'm already getting tired of this. You know, I want everyone here to be, you know, honest. For the right reasons. For the right, right reasons. They always yeah. say that, but... He had said that um, yep. in, in like when they had to confess something um, that they wouldn't share, right, and right. he was the only one who had the guts but to say the that's thing. Exa- right. I, that's exactly what I thought. He has the cojones to say, "Hey, this is why I came." Yeah. Now, whether or not I believe, now do you yeah. believe him when he's going? You know, when I got here, it was just for you know maybe being the bachelor. But you know what? Then you know I what? You. 
I saw a couple of those guys she gave roses to, and I would have rather have wrapped my arms around Thomas and kissed him <laughs> a couple times to find out. <laughs> Just because he was very attractive, I would have canned. He was good looking. I would have canned yep. a couple. I mean, there's a couple of the goofiest looking guys that I'm I- just. Like what? Where did Blake come from? I don't know. Oh, I, he was on um, Tasha's, oh, yeah. or no, he was on Tasha's. Tasha's. Yeah, yeah she Tasha's. goes, "I've got this really great guy," and she brings <laughs> out the biggest himbo from her season. Yes. And I'm like, "What? How do you? What?" Well, that's what you said going back to the first thing. It's during COVID. They were looking for a storyline. Okay, we'll introduce them because they did that. Remember they brought that one girl in for, they just did this a couple seasons ago. Yeah. 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 But I just thought, Blake, of all the guys from Chase's season. Oh, no kidding. Best you could come up with? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He really is a definition of just sort of a meathead guy. And I just, I just was like, I'm glad at least Katie decided, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Well, no, she gave him the rose, didn't she? No, No. she walked him out. Oh, she did. Yeah. Clearly, I lost interest by that. See? <laughs> okay, so you, so seriously, when you say that, I can't even believe you guys made it that far. Yeah. I was, I was on my phone. Trust yeah, me. See, I was looking right. on Twitter because I have to say, there's some really funny follows. Oh, Twitter or the Bachelorette is, on Twitter. Lori yeah, does the same thing. Funny. I watch, if I'm watching The Bachelorette, I have to watch it on Twitter because it's just too same. good and hilarious. Now, yeah. did you watch Celebrity Dating Game immediately following? I saw Michael Bolton or his <laughs> wax statue. Yes. Because the only thing that moves, did you notice? I'm not kidding. Just his, his mouth. Lips. Yeah, just his, his lips, lips and his neck. Okay. His yeah. neck. His neck moves. I mean, and 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 then Zoe Deschanel, oh, that was wonderful. And I'm like, what? It's, it's like everybody's taking pills or something. I mean, he's he's like drolly catatonic. I kind of yes. love it, though. You know, and she's like this peppy, and she's so obviously reading the cue cards. But I, I do... She's out of place. She's like the only one that has, she's got a pulse. She's breathing. She's mm-hmm. laughing. She's bouncing around. And I, how desperate was he to get a job? How desperate was ABC I, to hire mm-hmm. him? Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, that's the best you guys could come up with? Did I, I you th- watch the whole thing? I think I it's funny. Thank you, honey. Oh, gosh. I, I only watched the first one, too. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. I yeah. thought that was funny. I thought it was cute, too. Uh, and he happened to have dated one of the people that was one of the contestants. That was classic. That was hysterical. That was classic. That was classic. All right, Grant, do we have more people who want to weigh in on The Bachelor? Yeah, we've got a couple. We've got Kelly first, then we'll get okay. to Linda. So All Kelly's right. on right now. Kelly, why are the men running The Bachelorette house? Okay, hello, you guys. I think, here's the thing, though. Let's look at the flip side. Okay. I think that Thomas, just as, as us, right, if you're in a room, you guys can read the energy, and I think he's probably a douche. Yes. I do kind of agree with you. I wish Katie could make her own decisions. But here she's giving praise. Trey got a rose for coming and sharing that. So she's reinforcing. The tattletelling. Whatever. Yeah. So she's kind of reinforcing it. That's my opinion. And then what I found irritating from Katie was, oh, my God, everybody wants to talk about Thomas. Well, you're you're putting it out there. Like, right. Okay. Praising it. So, yeah. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of conflicted. All right. Good 
point. Yeah, that's so true. And it's, but it's weird because she got kicked off because she was... Oh, no, was, this guy who snitched, yeah. he's going home next right, week. He's next yeah, week. Yeah, he's, right. he's, the, the snitches never last, and Katie knows that. All right, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my two cents. I, I don't know. I think it's kind of... Kind of a boring um, season, but Same. You know, of course I'm going to watch. Yeah, All right, I know. Thank you for your two cents, honey. Let's hope Katie gets you to make a decision. Bye. Bye. I hope she makes a decision on her own next week, and let's talk to Linda real quick. Hi, Linda. Hi. Two quick things. Um, the himbo did not go home last night. She did not walk him out the door. If you watch the previews, he's causing conflict in the house next week and the week after. Uh, so did they leave is, that kind of like vague whether or not she gave him a rose? Because I thought she walked him out, but maybe we didn't see no, either. She, she did not walk him out. In the previews, he's causing a lot of drama in the house uh, next week. Oh, ish. Um, and, and yeah, you say ish. She was like, well, I don't know because he's already dated two bachelorettes. Well, isn't that a red flag? Yes. That grossed me out. (laughs) Yes. Yes. The other thing, they can get rid of the two women who are doing all the stuff that looks so ridiculous. And where is the guy who's supposed to be the host? I, last night, I don't believe he was in it at all. Oh, Chris he? Harrison oh, got he's been he, fired. He's got fired. He got let go. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, he's gone. And okay. uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. I think they only need Tasha. Yeah, they don't need both they don't need both girls. It looking like Barbie dolls. It's just like uh. yeah, let one woman just handle the job of yep. you know we yep. don't need to replace two women to replace a guy. I don't like the optics right. of that. Tasha exactly. is so smooth and polished. I'm sorry, Caitlin. Yep. She can go on the celebrity dating game. Thank you, thanks, Linda. Okay. All right, all right, that was good. So, well, those are good opinions, and and people are feeling like you. Like, why do we have two hosts when we only have one guy? And it's just that kinda... always struck me. I'm like, oh man, they're replacing Chris Harrison with two women. Yeah. Watch that, man! Oh, it's got to take two women to replace right. a guy. I just hated that that thing. And I'm like, come on, suits at ABC, be bold. Just give it to a woman. Mm-hmm. Wow. Exactly. Why do you need to do exactly. unless they were trying to do a tryout? But Caitlin is not as natural as Tasha on camera. Tasha's wonderful, I think. I think she was She's really... very, like, you feel like you know her. I bet her little Q scores or whatever yes. they call it for reality. I don't know. Q might be for movie right. people. But the other one, Caitlin, you know, she uh, was such like a great bachelorette when she was on the show. And I shouldn't hold this against her, but, but she but is. But you do. But yet, I, I'm letting it come into play for my opinion on her. She's done so many Which, procedures to herself. She looks nothing like that girl, and I'm, I'm just having a hard time connecting with her anymore. I'm like, I can't even recognize her from. Isn't that funny? Yeah, but I believe you. Yeah, and that Tasha, there's just something very warm and endearing. Yeah, about her personality, like she that. feels confidential, right. like you could confide in her. Right, Caitlin, I think she scares people. Got it. Check. You know? All right. Listen, when we come back, um, oh my gosh, this was the most incredible show. We have to tell you about it. Number one song still, Lori. That's right. We'll know in a few weeks if this is the one on track. You know, they got that tracker thing at Billboard to be song in the summer. But you know what's crazy? This this one of the songs from last summer is like 
Which one? Levitating. Oh, I love Julie that song. Dua Lipa and I love that song. It's from, from last summer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so um, uh, Holly said this at the top of the hour. Ray McDonald, known to millions as Dr. Joe Martin on All My Children, died at the age of 93. The news is just being reported now. He actually died a couple weeks ago. 40 years he was on All My Children yep. playing the patriarch. Always patient, even though all the people around him were having affairs, getting amnesia, sleeping with Eric. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Cocaine. You kind of hoped, though, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Martin had a secret life, but he didn't. He was on from the beginning to the end. Of the Was show, he really? Yeah, from wow. 1970 until the show went off the air. Before that, he spent most of the 60s on CBS's The Edge of Night. He got a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Daytime Emmys in 2004. And on The Edge of Night, his character was named for the show's associate producer, Phil Capice, who went on to fame as the producer of Dallas, one of the oh. soapiest soap, nighttime soaps ever. And how Ray McDonald did it with all those wild plots, but he was just steady as a rock, and you knew he would be calm no matter what was going on in Pine Valley. He always was. So that's a good long life, 93. He always Damn. was. So calm. Oh. I know. Oh. I know. Okay, so let's talk about this show. I know, Grant, you didn't watch it probably, but I think Je- Julia might have watched it, but I... Out of half of her eye. Uh, uh, it was Lady Boss, the Jackie mm-hmm. Collins story on CNN, and it was so good, and I think I really enjoyed it so much because, Julia, I made potato salad last okay. night, and Grant, when I make potato salad, I make like a big amount, so it okay. takes me like... An hour and a half to two hours with all the prep. Yes. And everything. And this show kept me company. And I was getting so, it was such a, her story is so. Jackie Collins. Jackie Collins. Yeah, the author. And if you're too young in 83 to be aware of its impact, it's it's impossible to overstate the splash. Okay. When her book, Hollywood Wives. Oh, In the pre-TMZ age when celebrity and entertainment blind Item gossip had largely gone the way of old time, you know, Hedda Hopper and Luella Parsons. And you kind of like we found out about because everyone knew that Jackie Collins, she'd written this book. Her first book was called The World is Full of Married Men, which raised eyebrows. But in this CNN story about her, you see that her when she's 16, her sister or older sister Joan is in Hollywood Wants her to come to Hollywood, and Jackie has always kept journals, and the yep. family, the daughters' journals going back into the 50s, hung out with Marlon Brando, you know, home movies of her with, you know, um, Michael Caine was a lifelong kind of friend. She was in the Beverly Hills circle at a very young age, and yep. just her whole story, so... She was always kind of taking notes, and she thought that maybe she'd be an actress, and 
I mean, she really single-handedly gave us what, like, a lot of, I think, young women um, thought, okay, we can be, like, a character. We can be Lucky Santangela. Maybe we don't have that, but she, like, a liberated businesswoman who took no crap, had lovers, sexuality, that's right, had lovers, treated like men, like, you know, nothing. If you, It was very exciting, and it wasn't... stayed in the way that maybe what our moms or grandmothers read in like Harlequin romances. 100%. It was powerful female characters. Yeah. One powerful. And one of the things that delighted me was that, you know, of course, Lucky Santangelo is her famous uh, character, but everyone in Hollywood had a guessing game of who's who in Hollywood wives. Because they were, she did know all the kind of secrets. I mean, but Nicola Sheridan was Lucky Santangelo in the 80s movies that they I, made yes. out of her book. Yes. And the d- documentary really, you know, made the case that it gave women agency to pursue pleasure and power yep. unapologetically. Mm-hmm. And I remember just adoring that about everyone that was in her books. I loved those books. Remember, it started out though after the one, whatever that first one was, Lori. Hollywood Wives. Yeah. Or the, it the was world the is full of married yeah. men. And then she wrote a book at 1979 and you will recognize the cover, the cover and it was titled The, the Bitch. Bitch. Yeah. And, and I mean, then they also showed talk shows where she was given so much crap right. sometimes and about the content of the books and mm-hmm. set up kind of things. And, and, and also, you know, like she, her love life, you know, which was really uh, poignant, her relationship with her sister. There was, of course, like any sister relationship, you know, there were ups and downs and sometimes jealousies, but they were always, you know, remained sisters and yeah. and then you know what uh what happens to her at the end of her life which um and i remember this i remember my my grandmother's sister got breast cancer and this would have been like in the late 70s and nobody we didn't talk about it don't say the cancer word don't, don't say, say don't bring it up it, it was very hush hush and jackie's and joan's mom died of like breast cancer in like the I don't know, you know, 60s or something. So when Jackie Collins gets a lump, she doesn't even do anything about it for two years. And by then it's like stage four. Mm-hmm. And at the end of her, she did interviews right up to the end of her life. Like six months before she died, she was on The View. She went to London. She became kind of lucky Santangelo, one of her daughters said. I just thought it was so, so good. Mm-hmm. Just, just It a- makes me want to go back and read... Reread some of them. Yes. She wrote 20. How many books? I oh, think she so. wrote. She made millions of dollars. And in, in 1983, um, uh, because her husband and we find this out, her husband, Oscar Lerman, he was such a fan of her writing. He guided her writing the way Irving Mansfield had done for Jacqueline Suzanne. He thought her books were terrific. He ends up dying of cancer and he was really the love of her life. And, she, she 32 novels. Yeah. Sold over 500 million copies translated into 40 
languages, eight of her not novels have been adapted to the yeah. screen. And she knew everybody because her sister, sister. Jackie right. in the early 60s. So she knew Jean Kelly. I just thought it was a really, really, really good terrific oh documentary gosh. yes Lori. and uh you know i mean you'll see a lot of people they call it trashy and chick and all this kind but of she thing was at the time the you know harold robbins was at the top of his game when yes. she was coming and when she, she gave came us out. a different perspective from um, a woman right mm-hmm. it was these are great they were great books. Yeah, they were just they were fun and they were it was like important cuz we hadn't had this kind of right female character. No, we hadn't. And, and you're geez. so right about the Harlequin books cuz I wouldn't even touch those. They were so yeah, boring and, and dumb. Oh my gosh, there's a talk show appearance where Barbara Cartland, you know, the the the, the she's like this is so trashy. What you're writing is you're writing too explicit. And I mean, she's like powdered and looking like she's a hundred and I'm just like we want more than a, we want women in mansions wearing leopard driving fast cars being in charge jumping on their own right. private jet this was exciting are you kidding me now we knew it was possible thank you Jackie Collins no kidding yeah anyway. all right we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back